the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is... um, a remarkable day already, and we're only halfway through the day here in the East Coast. Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network here on Puro Pelka. And I had spent the greater portion of the last two hours laying out the show, and then about an hour ago, things happened, and... Okay, that's the first hour. That's the second hour. That's the third hour. All right. We've got a whole new deal going on here. If you've been paying attention, whether or not you were listening to Mr. Beck or whether you've been following the news, uh, everything is up for grabs today. What am I talking about? What the hell am I talking about? Well, you know, a a lot of people are, Maxine Waters has got to be dancing today. Maxine Waters is, doing the impeach 45 dance today and Maxine Waters may be God forbid. I have to say this. She may be justified in saying impeach 45 today, unless the president knew nothing about what his son just released to the world. Judging from what I have read from the emails between Donald Trump Jr. and these representatives of the folks from the Russian government and the the people who were involved with the Russian government, judging on what we're seeing, it, it sure smells like Donald Trump Jr. was kind of squeezed into releasing these emails. It sure smells like maybe somebody at the New York Times had these exact same emails or the Washington Post had these exact same emails and was getting ready to release them. Wow. What do you think about all this? Have you read the emails? I've, I've read them. The, there's one that's particularly damning. They're, well, they're, none of them are exactly good news. But there's one that's specifically pretty damning. But what do you think? 888-900-3393. 888-900-3393. I, I think this is, uh, this is a, um, a very gigantic turn of events. The son of the sitting president of the United States just over a year ago, a year and a month ago, met with and appears to have been open to partaking in some collusion, that's right, collusion, with the Russian government. Wow. This, um, this email to the president's son that said they had anti-Clinton information and it was, quote, very high level, close quote, part of Russia and its government's support for Mr. Trump. And talked about incriminating evidence against Hillary Clinton. And Don Jr. responded, if it's what you say it is, I love it. Now, I have to tell you, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. 
if somebody came to me and said, hey, your dad's running for president, we have some dirt on on his competition, I'd say, well, you, of course I want to see it if it's real. But then if it came from a foreign government whose intent was to take down our government or to wreak havoc with our government, it's got to be kind of difficult. And and maybe Don Jr. didn't know what the what the rules were, although I tend to think he's he's not a dumb guy. I tend to think he has an idea what's going on. But this this is beyond what I expected. I expected attempts to try and bring down, constant attempts to try and bring down. But if they actually colluded, if Don Jr. and Paul Manafort, and uh, the, the story was that Jared Kushner was in the meeting and got up and left briefly in the middle of the meeting, the early portion of the meeting. This is, this is stunning news. This re- Finally, anybody who's using breaking news on the screen is legitimately using breaking news on the screen. So uh, I, I, I did tell you I kind of threw away my template for today, but I'm not completely. We have a whole lot more to talk about. But I really would like to know what any of you think of this, what any of you make of this. Is it? Is this enough? Is it treason, as some have called it? Is the collusion bad enough to where Donald Trump Jr. will go to jail? Is he being offered up as the sacrificial lamb? You have to wonder. You have to wonder. And and can you imagine if the president did not know and just found out as all of this was unfolding? I talked to another media friend of mine today who said, Here's, he, he asked me, what do you think about this idea? And I agreed with it 110%. He said, if I were Donald Trump, I would get them all in the room. I'd put them all in a big room and I would televise it. I would telecast the entire thing. And I'd have Manafort and Don Jr. and Eric and Ivanka and all, anybody who worked on that campaign, Kellyanne Conway, any and all of them, and say, all right. What did you write down? Everybody's got to come in with a list of the contacts they had with Russians, with anybody who could have been messing with this election. Let's just get it all out there and be totally transparent. I described it as trying to rip the Band-Aid off real fast because this drizzle, this nonstop drizzle, drip, drip, drip of these releases are going to cripple any agenda that this administration has. It's going to stop anything and everything. And, you know, justifiably so. If you are an always Trumper, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear from someone who has anything to say on this. Other than I, I feel like we've been duped. And I'm sure if the president didn't know... He's got to be furious. He's got to feel like he was duped. But if that's true, then he was duped by more than just his son, by his then campaign chairman, by his son-in-law. And and where does he go? Here's a guy who relied on this tight inner circle for pretty much everything. What is it? Does that mean Steve Bannon is back in charge? 
Does that mean Steve Bannon has earned back the the uh, confidence of the president? This is truly remarkable. Now, of course, uh, like I said, Maxine Waters and and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, they are dancing right now. I haven't seen any of them rushing up to be in front of a camera. And typically, you would, you would see Chuck Schumer in front of a camera right now going, See, we told you. We told you. Don Jr., you suspect he's going to be in front of a congressional hearing soon, in front of a Senate hearing soon. Lindsey Graham will be out with a statement. But you better believe the Democrats are sitting back and saying nothing. Why? Because they are letting this marinate. Completely. Now, maybe you agree with me. Maybe you're someone who was happy that a Republican was in the White House, but Donald Trump wasn't your first choice. I, I know so many of you who were like me, who would have preferred a Ted Cruz, a Rand Paul, even a Marco Rubio. Well, you might get your, your chance to have one of those in the White House as a vice president if this goes as far as it could go. If this goes to the point where it reaches the president, then that means President Pence. And frankly, after looking at the pictures from the weekend, I don't know if you saw the pictures of, of um, Vice President Pence with Marco Rubio, uh, I couldn't help but look at those two and think, no, that's not a bad ticket. That's not a bad uh, 2020 ticket, is it? I think the the GOP has to get in a big hurry, get in front of this and try and figure out where it's going. But unless you know all of the stuff, unless you know exactly what the hell is happening or has happened in the past year, you are in you're in big trouble. You're not going to be able to make a plan. The damage control is in full operation right now. Full operation. I I just can't even believe this. And uh, some of you are saying, Mike, you've never supported Donald Trump. That's not true. I voted for Donald Trump. I I actually admitted to voting for Donald Trump. And I've I've told my neighbors here in the socialist, communist, anarchist town of Arden, Delaware, that I voted for Donald Trump and I would do it again tomorrow. I wasn't voting for Don Jr. I wasn't voting for Ivanka. I wasn't voting for Kellyanne Conway. I was voting for the guy who was going to give us a bunch of great choices on the Supreme Court. And, and, and you know what scares liberals more than anything? And this has got to really be a shock for them. If this were to force Donald Trump, if this, if this reached all the way into Donald Trump's office, not just his son, not just his son-in-law, If this reached all the way inside and he resigned or had to face impeachment, can you imagine the Supreme Court justices that Mike Pence would appoint? Do you know, do you have any idea how scary that is to liberals? It's terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. So uh, we, we shall see. We shall see. But that, that's my, 
Welcome to the show today on this Tuesday that who knew this was coming down the pike? We knew there was going to be a struggle over Donald Trump Jr.'s meeting with the Russian woman. But now we know why. We'll get deeper into the emails that he released. And they're, they're out there. He put them out himself. The administration can say that. But they also probably will admit that they put out this email because, well, the Washington Post and the New York Times would have beaten them to it if he didn't do it before noon. Michael Pelka on Puro Pelka. Uh, coming up today, uh, we're going to meet a Canadian guy who's ticked off about the terrorist that his government is giving $10.5 in Canadian dollars to, the guy who killed an American. Simon Owen from Fox News is in London. He's going to talk to us about Charlie Gard and the latest because he's got, uh, he's got a, a global understanding of this. Uh, and I hope at the bottom of the hour we're going to talk to the conservative mama, the woman who gave us many laughs yesterday with the crazy conspiracy theory that should be coming up around the corner on Pure Opelka. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. It's uh, it's already a day of uh, craziness. And uh, you're welcome all and every day to join the craziness. 888 The crazy light is lit and will shine brightly. I also need to remind you, relief factor. What are you waiting for? I got up this morning and I went to my early morning shift and I forgot my relief factor packet before I left. I usually take one with breakfast around 4.30 in the morning. Yes, I know, it's crazy. I take relief factor breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's an all-natural anti-inflammatory. I know it uses fish oil and turmeric and other natural ingredients. It's not pharmaceuticals. It's not chemicals. It's just nature taking the inflammation out of my knees and my hips and my lower back. And since the first week of April of this year, I have been taking relief factor and eight days into it, I stopped taking any kind of pain relief because the inflammation was gone. So the pain was gone. So I'm back playing golf, walking. I'm working in the garden. I'm down on my knees, digging in the garden and the pain is gone. Try the three-week quick start pack. It's three weeks for $19.95. Isn't that effort worth it for you? Isn't 20 bucks worth being pain-free if it works for you like it does for thousands of people? It's 800-500-8384. That's where you get Relief Factor. 800-500-8384. Go to relieffactor.com. You can look it up there. You can get the details. But get the three-week quick start pack. See if it works for you. I am, I am well into my fourth month on Relief Factor. And I'm just happy I'm doing it. And you can do it too. And they just put the little packets in your bag. Take them with you. 
breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Relief Factor, relieffactor.com. Before we went away, I mentioned I mentioned that we were going to um, talk to somebody at, at the bottom of the hour. We are as we monitor the ongoing uh, surprise of the day, the real breaking news about uh, Donald Trump Jr. putting out his own emails, basically saying that, yes, he was open to colluding with the Russian government. This is not good. This is not good for Donald Trump Jr. Whether or not it's bad for the president, um, it's not going to help the president a whole lot. It's not going to be a a gold star for Donald Trump certainly could be trouble for Donald Trump Jr. What we also have coming up around around the bottom of the hour is um, a discussion with a young lady. We introduced you to some of her work yesterday. She online. She is known as conservative mama, conservative mama.com. You can find out more about her, but she's also been kind of unvarnished in her approach to getting the message out to the liberals that we as conservatives aren't going to be quiet. And there's a story on the blaze. I think it's on the blaze today. Yeah. about Johnny Depp not wanting to give up all of his, his luxurious lifestyle, his 14 homes, his private jet use. But that that kind of juxtaprogressivism sticks in the craw of people like conservative mama. She put together a message to Hollywood last September. I got to share it with you. This is a bunch of different people speaking to Hollywood celebrities and letting them know how conservatives hey, feel. Hollywood, we don't need you. In case you haven't noticed, we're not like you. We don't live like you act like you, dress like you, or think like you. So stop telling us who to vote for and what to vote for. Until you no longer have a driver. Until you mow your own grass. And you drive your own car. Buy your own groceries. Until you drive your own kids to public school. Until you shop at the same place. Or better yet, have them take the bus. Work two jobs to pay off student loans. Until you clean your own house. Trying to find a job in an economy that sucks. No private chef. Until you live like the rest of America. Stop acting like you're one of us. So just shut up. I kind of like that. Just shut up. I know we're not supposed to say shut up. I know I'm supposed to be working on my manners. I know I'm supposed to be being better than all that. But I think we need to do exactly what the conservative mama is telling us to do. When Hollywood steps up, we just tell Hollywood, shut up until you live like we do. Until you know what it's like to mow your own lawn, to drive your own car, to buy your own groceries, to not fly private jets everywhere. Just shut up. You have no idea what my life is like. We'll meet the, uh, the woman behind conservative mama. See if she's going to let us tell her real name. That's coming up next on Pure Opelka. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka. Part of the next generation of talk radio on the Blaze Radio Network. You know, every now and then things seem to be all jumbled up when we have breaking news things popping everywhere. And then you realize that uh, the fates are at work busily putting the right people in front of you and when moments like today happen. And Lise Wheel is scheduled to join us uh, at this point in time. One of, one of the smartest people I ever watched on TV, one of the most uh, fascinating people. You know her from Fox News. You saw her. Uh, all you've seen her all over the place. She's also an author uh, and a, a person who is a prominent trial lawyer, worked in the federal prosecutor's office. And we were going to talk about, and I really want to talk about, all of these people who are maybe discussing secession and and getting uh, their states to break up in the secessionist movement. But I also have to ask Lise Wills, we welcome her back to the show Today in the last hour has been crazy with the with the Don Trump Jr. emails. Have you been keeping up on this? You know, I have to say in the last hour I have been in a cave, so you've got to you've got to keep me uh, just a little bit abreast, but I have a I have a, uh, a sinking and sneaking feeling about what you're going to tell me. Donald Trump Jr. First of all, we are not we are not going to skip out on the secessionist movement topic. No, no, that you, no, you, you wrote you, this. I uh, yeah, yeah. Keep just keep on going because, like I said, okay. I have a, I have we'll a get to that feeling. Donald yeah. Trump Jr. in the last hour has released emails on his own Twitter account. They're emails that we anticipate would have come out, would have been yep. published. And uh, the Washington Post or the New York Times would have put him out basically saying he was open to collusion. This meeting happened. It was about colluding with the Russian government. He forwarded the the emails in in complete entirety, everything that was there to Paul Manafort and Jared Kushner. So you had the campaign chairman and the guy who is now one of the high highest advisors to the president getting this. It is. Um, I think this is dangerous stuff. Yep. If you haven't seen the full details of it, I think yep. there's real serious stuff here. Very serious stuff. But I, again, I have been in a cave for the last hour, but I'm, this is not surprising at all to me. And the reason for that is he's got good lawyers who told him exactly this, which is that don't hide it because this will come out. Um, the worst thing you can do, and we've seen this again over and over and over, you know, from Nixon to Martha Stewart to do I need to go drop any more names, that the, <laughs> uh, the cover-up is always worse than the crime, or at least fitting to the crime. And when you're in that kind of position, the American public will forgive misdeeds. They, you know, the American public will you know, forgive them. We, we, because we all sin. We're all sinners. Um, but what we won't forgive, and by the American public, I mean you and me and everybody else that's listening, we, we kind of we forgive because we are, we are all sinners. But we don't forgive cover-ups. And we certainly don't forgive cover-ups from people who are at this sort of high, that, not sort of, at this high echelon. And so he's got good advisors who are saying, give it up. Give it up now. You should have given it up probably before now. 
but today's the day. It's no better than today. And so, yeah, it's shocking, and yeah, it stinks right now that we're hearing it, but better now than, you know, six months or tomorrow when we're, we're, we're never, that we're, we are going to find out about it. We are going to unearth these emails. Someone, someone will at some point unearth these emails, whether it's in, you know, civil or criminal discovery or whether it's good journalism, they will be unearthed. This, this story, if the president didn't know about it, has got to be creating a certain amount of tension in the Trump family at this point, I imagine. But uh, I, I, it's so early in it, Lise Wheel, that I, I'm not going to press you on it because I, I know, first of all, it's just, like I said, it's just unfolding. Within the last hour, all this right. has suddenly rolled out. So I don't think anyone's, as you've said, has fully grasped it. And yesterday he did announce he was bringing in some pretty high powered lawyers, some very expensive legal talent. And you're now that you're putting this together. Yeah, this sounds like advice a lawyer would say, get it all out now. Of course. Get it all out there. I mean, that's, you know, it's it's sometimes sometimes the very most high priced lawyers and some of these people are my friends. So I got to put that right out there. Uh, these are some dear friends of mine, um, are the most simple-minded in, in, in the sense, and I, I say that in, in the kindest of ways, in the sense that they'll say very simple things, like just tell the truth, because the truth will set you free. It will come out. We aren't stupid, meaning we, the public, we aren't stupid. And journalists aren't stupid. We're going to find it out. So, you know, don't cover it up. Uh, we're not in an era where cover-ups happen. We're not in the JFK era where you can be philandering around or doing this or that, and nobody's going to cover it. It will be covered. It will be unearthed. So, you know, lawyers can't hide it for you. So just get it out there, and then we'll figure out how to deal with it and, and how, to, how to put the best face on and all that. But just get it out there, and, and we'll go from there. Because it, it can't underscore enough that we really are such a forgiving nation um, if people just bear their warts and, and fall upon the sword and say, this is what I, I did. I didn't know all this was going to happen and whatever, th- then that's where the lawyers come in. Then the lawyers can paint the story and then they can massage the facts, but they got to get the facts out there, get the warts out there. And then that kind of deflates the bubble, you know, deflates the, well, the, what, you know, journalists go out there, you can find everything you want, you know, go out there, knock yourself out. It's all out there. Now the, now the lawyer's job is to, okay, it's all out there. Now how do we frame the picture? Now how do we frame all of it? Okay, that's their job. That's how they're paid the big bucks. But get it all out there and then work with it. Well, this is, uh, if anybody thought the agenda of the GOP was going to be moved to the front page, I have big news for them. Uh, it's not going to get there <laughs> no. for a while. No, no. And then that's that's a shame in a sense, because health care, you know, come on, it's got to be dealt with. And here we thought that, you know, it was going to take after the um, Fourth of July break, then that was going to be moved front and center to the to the fore, which it really should be. That's got to be dealt with. Um, I was I was I really uh, lauded um, and and clapped for the Republicans that they didn't sort of Nancy Pelosi health care. And by Nancy Pelosi health care, I mean, didn't just sign the bill and then read it, you know, let's let's sign it. And then and then actually uh, read it afterwards. I mean, I you know, that was so horrible. What what happened? 
uh, with with the Nancy Pelosiing of it. But but on the other hand, they can't just then dump it um, and say, okay, well we'll just let it languish. Got to figure out what's going on. Um, so you know, there's there are major issues that need to be dealt with, and you're dang sure that Democrats aren't just going to let it sit there for the next go around and say, oh well. Let's just not talk about how the Republicans didn't solve health care. Let's just not even raise that. Come on. They're not going to just let that be. And uh, nor, yeah. nor should they. Nor should no, they. they. Should. I, I wouldn't. We wouldn't do it if the tables were turned Ex- on conservatives. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you, sir. You got it right. So yep. come on, fair's fair. <laughs> or, or not. But <laughs> there it is. But uh, now. Or you not. Or not. There it is. Or, or not. You, you wrote an op-ed piece in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution uh, a couple days ago on the secessionist movement. And I spent 13 years in Texas. And when you, uh. when you move to Texas, the first thing they tell you is, by the way, if we don't like what the government's doing, we have reserved the right lose. to split into our own nation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get when you get your little driver's license there in yeah. Texas, is it, huh? Yeah, there's, and they say, we've got it. the five states drawn up in case we need to do it. So just be aware, you might be part of the country of Texas versus the state oh, of Texas. It. Well, it's true. Texas is, 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 man, you know, they've got the economic power to do it. And Cal, Cal Exit, was, which is a, a serious movement, which has, you know, California, Washington, Oregon, who knows who other, other states are going to grab on. That is a serious movement. And California has got the economic clout to do it as well. So, you know, it's it, these are serious movements. And I, when I was researching for Separatists, which is a fiction, it's a novel. You know, it's about a, it's a television reporter there at Global News Network in, in New York. And I thought, you know, I'm, uh, but I do serious research for all my novels to make them, you know, real, even though it's a fun beach read. Um, I thought, you know, I'll, I'll set myself up for a Google alert on Separatists and Secessionists and all that. And you know, sit back, drink my coffee, and I'll get like you know one one alert a day, one alert a week or something. You know, I, I'm kind of joking. I I don't just sit back and drink my coffee, but well, I do drink <laughs> coffee, but whatever. I I, I digress. Um, and, no, good, no kidding. I'm getting like a dozen a day, like bing 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 separatist secession. Say that three times fast. That's why I call it separatist. But anyway. Um, it's just, it's amazing. These are well-organized, well-funded, separatist, secessionist movements in this country. I had no idea. I had no idea it was such a, uh, such a movement. It well, really is. I, it, it bonked me in the head with it. As so, you were, and on as you were, re- as well. As you were researching the book, and we're talking to Lise Wheel, author of The Separatists. It's a novel came out just last month from HarperCollins. As you're researching the book and looking at all these movements, is there any state or any tiny group of states that you actually think could get it done and could check out of the union? I think CalExit um, has a, a real chance in the sense they have the money in the cloud. That's California and Washington and Oregon and who, who knows what other states to take with them, but certainly the West Coast. Also because... There is a sense, uh, you know, when I post it on Facebook or whatever, that, you know, my, my uh, editorial or just in post, a lot of people say, fine and dandy, go. So there's, you know, there are people that just, I don't think they really mean it that, that when they think about the economics of it, but there are people that are just happy, would be happy to see CalExit go, and there are people 
that want CalEx, obviously, to happen. Legislation has been proposed. It hasn't gone gone through. But there's money there. There's a lot of money there. There's anger sort of seeming and teeming. And the news that we just talked about right now, and it's come out in the last hour and a few minutes, is certainly not going to um, make that go away. It's certainly going to add to that fire. Uh, it's money that will be sent in and fueled. So who knows? Now, there is a Supreme Court decision that come decades and decades ago that, you know, I, again, I found in my research, but um, it says, you know, secession is, is, is unconstitutional. But that's just because geeky old me found it, you know, and I'm sure they can hire some lawyer at much more, many, many dollars an hour that will find a loophole in that. So, you know, there's really not that many things standing in the way of their actually succeeding. Wow. Well, I'll, I'll be keep I'll be keep, keeping an eye on it myself. Uh, if you're looking for a beach read, the separatist from Lise Wheel and Lise, I thank you for letting me hijack you to get into the legal discussion oh, of the Trump stuff. No, as well. that's so interesting. I'm sorry, I was in a cave to, uh, in, for the last hour, and I, I ran out to, to do this to call you. So, thank you for getting me up to speed. But again, as as you were speaking, I was like, I'm not. I'm. I'm Actually, not that I can foresee the future, but I kind of saw that one coming because I would have given them the exact same advice. Get it out there now because it's all going to come out. Well, great. Come back anytime, please, Lisa. Will. Oh, thank you so much. I will. I will. I will. I would love to. And just just email me directly. I'd love to love to be on talk or chat with you any old time. Please. Will do. Uh, and we got to run, too, or we're going to hit that commercial wall. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Reminding you, yes, we were scheduled to speak with a conservative mama this hour, but the um, the change in the, the news with the breaking news about Donald Trump Jr.'s emails being released uh, put us in touch with uh, Lise Wheel, our legal eagle friend. So conservative mama joins us tomorrow, and uh, we are you're, you're going to have fun with her. We... We will get to the conservative mama tomorrow. And there's so much more to talk about today. When we come back after the break, uh, Simon Owen, a Fox News radio guy from London, who's on the streets in London, wants to talk about the Charlie Guard situation. And who am I to deny that? Plus, we're going to talk education Later with Shannon Joy, our, our buddy who really keeps me abreast on everything going on with Common Core, I asked her to look deeper into the Every Child Succeeds Act that we talked about about two and a half weeks ago when we discussed the psychological exams that were being foisted upon kids without the parents' knowledge or the kids' knowledge. So we're going to get into how to fight that. And uh, in the final hour today... As we watch everything else that's unfolding with this email story and, and Donald Trump Jr. and the Russians, um, we're going to talk to our, a buddy of ours in Canada who is working to get the Canadian people to donate money, not to the terrorist who killed the American soldier, but to the family of the victims. 
So while Canada apologizes, one of our good Canadian friends is trying to do the right thing and take care of the family of the victims. We'll be right back after the news on Puro Pelka. Opelka with Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network.